G'day, g'day, and welcome to episode 265 of the Create and Thrive podcast. Today, we're talking about all things organization. Basically, I'm going to take you through exactly how I keep my life and my business organized and share with you the apps and so on that I use in order to keep myself on time and on task. This episode is also available as a video over on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to check that out, head on over to youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den to watch that right now. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full time in 2010. And since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. So over the years, I've developed a system of capturing ideas, information, and tasks, so appointments that I need to do that works for me. It has a few different elements and I want to share it today in this video in the hopes that I can help you if you are struggling to organize a time management system for your business or your life. So if you don't know me, my name is Jess Van Den. I run two businesses, my jewelry business, Ethereal, and my online education business for makers, Create and Thrive, uh, part of which is the Thriver Circle, my membership community for makers. And I'm also part of a third business, the Business of Making podcast, which I run alongside two other people. And of course, I have my everyday life as well. So managing those things can get a little bit uh challenging at times, especially when, you know, you don't only have to manage appointments and things like that, but you also have to manage projects for multiple different businesses and marketing and things like that for multiple different businesses. So the system I'm going to share with you today is the system I've developed so that I don't make any mistakes. I'm not late for any appointments, projects get done on time and things don't fall through the cracks. The key to this system is that Stuff needs to be written down and it needs to have a specific home so that nothing gets forgotten or slips through the cracks. As I said before, that has made all the difference when it comes to making sure that everything flows smoothly. I also forgot to mention, I actually employ my husband in the business as well. So I have to take into account managing his workload as well as my own. Now, before we get into the video, I did want to mention that I am running a live workshop at the end of July 2021 inside the Thriver Circle on how to manage your time, energy and attention as a creative so that you can exist in a state of energized calm rather than feeling overwhelmed and flustered all of the time. If you have trouble with time management and you constantly feel like you're stressed and overwhelmed and don't have enough time to do the things you want to do, then I'm hoping that this workshop and today's video, of course, will help you with that. Now, if you can't make the workshop live, it will be available afterwards as a recording, as are all of the workshops I have inside the Thriver Circle, which you can find over at thrivercircle.com. I'll tell you more about the workshop at the end of the video, but for now, let's get into it. So the first thing I want to mention just before we get into the details is that I use cloud-based systems as much as possible. So to save my data for my organizational apps and systems, I really try to use cloud-based systems pretty much exclusively, I think, by this point in time, because it's so much easier when you can access all of your data and your uh, calendars and everything from any device. So if you're still kind of doing old school only keeping things in one place, I strongly encourage you to consider some of the cloud systems I'm going to talk about in today's video, 
because they may help you overcome that barrier of only having things in one place and therefore sometimes forgetting, missing or losing stuff. So I'm going to break this down into three different areas. First of all, ideas. The second one is going to be information. And the third one is appointments and tasks because I use slightly different systems and um, like apps, etc. for each one of these. And I'm going to tell you exactly which ones they are. Okay, so let's start with ideas, organizing, collating ideas of my own. So for this, I use two things. I use Trello and I use Keep. So I use Trello for my business stuff and I use Keep, Google Keep, for my personal ideas. This is really handy. Um, so let's start with Trello for the business stuff. It's incredibly handy because you can have lots of different boards for lots of different aspects of your business. And inside these boards, you can have cards uh, that you can move around from board to board, from list to list, and you can keep track of all of your ideas and all of the plans you have for your business. So uh, for example, in Trello, I have like a 2021 content board where I have all of the months of the year. And then each one of those months is a list. And in those lists is cards that are for every video, podcast, workshop, etc. that I'm going to do in that month. So it's all in one place. It's in order of when I'm going to publish it. I have the dates in there and it keeps everything nice and neat and tidy. If you have a handmade business, you could do something similar with your launches, upcoming markets, um, you know, anything with dates, times, anything that you want to keep structured and organized, even like a product launch. Say you launch products regularly and you want to come up with a launch plan. You can keep that launch plan inside Trello and easily update elements of it, drag them around, reorganize them, and it will make your life a lot easier because every time you launch stuff, you're not going back to the drawing board and like going, what did I do then? What's next? You know, you keep it all in one place and it makes life a lot easier. So a few nice things about Trello, you can have multiple people working in one workspace. You can put dates and reminders on your cards. You can, you know, they're living documents. You can add to them. For example, when I'm working on my YouTube videos, I have my card for that YouTube video. And then as I'm editing it, if I say like, hey, I'm going to pop a card in here or I'm going to put that link in the description, I write a note in the card so that when I go to finish Uh, publishing the video, I remember to do those things. Otherwise, there's no way I would remember to do those things. Again, coming back to writing everything down so you don't forget it. Uh, So that's a really helpful thing. And, uh, you know, the old days working on paper, it would be so hard to sort of reorganize this stuff and put notes in there and things would get lost and you're like flipping back through pages and stuff. Whereas in this case, it's, it's all in exactly the right spot. And I know exactly where to go for, you know, the information and planning information that I am working on. Now let's briefly talk about Google Keep because in this video, I am going to talk a little bit about my personal life and my business intertwining because really, If you're managing and organizing one, you have to be doing the other at the same time, right? They're not really separate things. So it should be, you should think of it as a holistic organizing your life (laughs) thing, basically. So the reason I use um, Keep for this, and I could have easily used Trello, but the reason I use Google Keep is to kind of keep my personal stuff separate from my business stuff. uh, And also because it's just really easily accessible. It was already on my phone because I have an Android phone. So it's like a a Google note taking uh, app and I can easily share notes with Nick. You know, just I don't have to share the whole workspace with him 
Uh, I can just share a particular note with him. And like we have a grocery list that we keep on there, the, the perpetual grocery list, and we both share that note. And so we can both add stuff anytime we think of something we need to get at the shops. We both can add it in that list and then whoever goes shopping will have the list, right? I tell you, it took me a while to get him on board with this. He was a paper list man. I think it took me like a couple of years to convince him to move to this system. But now that he has, there's no going back and it's awesome. So highly recommend that. (laughs) And that's also where I write, you know, my little personal thoughts and notes, books I want to read, my workout routine. Uh, I started making kombucha. So I'm like keeping track of every uh, brew that I do and keeping the notes in there just so it's easily accessible. It's quick. They're for short, quick things that you need to access easily because I always have my phone on me pretty much, right? Now, I do have Trello on my phone as well so that I can access my business plans and and ideas wherever I am, and it's on across all of my devices. All right, so we've talked about ideas, uh, planning. The second thing is information. We all have a ton of it. We have photos for our handmade business products. We have descriptions. We have um, pro forma uh, text that we might send out to people. So, so our files, you know, any other uh, files or information, all of this stuff has to be stored somewhere. So I store mine across three different places. Trello a little bit, um, only in so much as I usually put links to things that I want to remember, like links to other people's blog posts or videos that are relevant to whatever project I'm working on. Apart from that, I use uh, Dropbox and Google Drive. Now, Dropbox is the main workhorse here. I have pretty much all of my um, files on Dropbox. So that syncs across, again, all of my devices. It's it's great because you're kind of backing stuff up all over the place. And uh, yes, I have a paid account for that one. So far, I think everything I've talked about has been, I have a free account for, including Google Drive. But for Dropbox, I actually do have a paid account because I want to have a lot of space because I I make videos and I make podcasts and those things take up a lot of space, right? So I need uh, the space for that. And uh, the way that works is pretty much all my files, all my image files, all my text, audio, video files are all on Dropbox. The only thing I use Google Drive for is generally my documents. So uh, Google Documents, Google Spreadsheets, Google um, Slides. So those are the things that I keep on Google Drive because it's just so easy to go in there again from wherever I am, whatever do- whatever device I'm on, and easily edit stuff. I don't have to have any sort of programs installed on my computer, you know, like Word in the old days. Um, I can just use the cloud service to write those documents, create those spreadsheets, and make those slides, all of which I do on a very regular basis. So that's what I use Google Drive for because of the ease of use and that you can export those documents and, and, and those things in different formats. And it's just, it's just easy. They've made it easy. And again, it's, you know, if you're, if you've got like a, the, the business Google, I'm not sure even what level I have to be honest, but it's free for me. So, um, I use that all the time and it's really, really good. I used to, of course, keep everything on my hard drive, uh, but it only takes your hard drive dying once to break you of that habit. <laughs> I mean, sure, you can do backups and we do that as well. We have an external hard drive where I kind of put old files that I don't need to access anymore, but that I still want. But honestly, I feel so much safer having all of my work documents in the cloud because if one of my computers dies or my phone dies, I'm not going to lose all of that data. Okay, so now we're on to appointments and tasks like your to-do list. I actually have three parts to this, some of which is old school. 
So if you like old school, we're there. So the first part is the digital part, which is Google Calendar. The second part is my diary. So this is a diary in the true sense of it has a week to a page um, with all of the, oh, there goes my pen. That was almost a very loud noise. Um, week to a page. So you can see that there. And this is where I keep my to-do list and my ta- like my appointments. So anything that I have to do or anywhere I have to be lives in here. And any appointments I have also go in my Google Calendar. So I have them in two places because if I didn't, I would forget things. <laughs> so I'm using my external brain. I have learned how to use an external brain to make sure that I don't forget things. So on the Google uh, Calendar, it like bings and reminds me when I have appointments and you can set you know, how far ahead you want your reminders. In my uh, diary, anything that I have as an appointment, I'll try to find a page here, like anything that's pink, I highlight uh, is an appointment. So somewhere I have to be or something that I have to remember to do, like a meeting with someone or something like that. And that separates those things from just my general to-do list so I don't get the, the things confused. The third part of this system is I have a wall planner, which is over here on my wall. And it's a yearly wall planner. And the reason I have this, and I've been doing this for a very long time, is because I run a couple of businesses. And in my current Thrive education business, I launch a couple of courses and programs during the year. I was finding that I was just running, I was like running things into each other and not having enough space and time to like market the things. So at the beginning of the year or the end of the year, usually more like December, I get my next year's wall planner, I sit down, I lay it out and I actually go through and I plan all my big things. So I put in when I'm launching courses, when I'm launching jewelry lines, when I'm going on holiday, <laughs> like any big events that I want to fit into the year, I plan them then. That doesn't mean that sometimes things don't change as the year progresses. I mean, God, 2020 was a great example. COVID just happened and that messed with all sorts of plans for everybody. Uh, and I'm sure this year it's done the same. So Basically, that is my kind of structure for the year. And I can just look at that. I can glance at it and go, I know what's coming up in the next few months. You know, if again, if you do markets and things like that, it's a brilliant thing because you can plan ahead and go, okay, what are all the things I want to do? What are all the markets I want to do? Put them in there. When do I have to apply for, for, for them? All that sort of stuff and really be planned. So you're not scrambling all the time, feeling like you've forgotten something or you're missing out something, right? So those three things together are how I keep myself on task and how I keep myself from forgetting appointments. Uh, I've got another video actually that I did uh, late last year, I think. I'll, I'll try to go find that and link to it uh, and put a card here. I can't remember what it's called, but I sort of talked a bit about how I do that planning. So I'll put that in there so you can have a look at that. So the to-do list um, I keep in paper form, which you know, it's the one thing that I don't actually have in digital form is my day-to-day to-do list. Now, of course, I have my bigger plans, you know, like I said in Trello, I have what I have to get done, like the projects, you know, the the, the content I have to produce and things like that. Um, the jewelry that we have to make, that's kept in a different book. And I talked about that in a recent video on order processing. Again, I'll put a card to that here. So you can check that out. If you're interested in how we go from getting an order in email to shipping it out the door, we have a really strict system in place so that we don't make mistakes, especially as there's two of us working in the business. So we need to make sure who's responsible for what. 
Um, but yeah, I keep this in paper form because I'm generally working at home and I've got it on my desk and it's just really easy to jot stuff down and make notes and like, okay, I have to do these things on these days. And honestly, most of the jobs that I do are recurring. So they're pretty much the same week to week. And so I sort of just, I just put those in as the week starts and I know what's coming up and what I have to do. Now, one of the things I do do with my planning, my to-do list planning, a tip that I want to give you that's worked really, really well for me is not to plan out the whole week. So I made this mistake in the beginning. I would, you know, go, okay, it's Monday. I'm going to plan exactly what I'm going to do every day, schedule the times in. That just doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my my way of being, I guess. Um, I don't schedule things at particular times to do them except appointments. I'm not a strict scheduler. I'm more, I like to th- keep things a little bit more um, free and flowing. I do have work hours, generally speaking. So most days I'll work from like somewhere between 10 and 11 to somewhere between three and four. And that's four days a week, Monday to Thursday. And again, that's flexible. If I decide on a Tuesday, it's a really nice day. And I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like working today. I'm going to go to the beach. Then I just take that day off and work Friday instead. So I have a bit of more a flexibility, but it's a structured flexibility, if you know what I mean. So it's not just completely free for all, open, work whenever, do whatever whenever. I have a structure, but inside that structure, I'm somewhat flexible. So one of the things I do is I generally leave the last day of the working week empty when I'm planning what I have to get done. And the reason I do that is because you will always end up with extra jobs that you didn't know about. You will always end up finding that tasks take longer than you think they're going to take. And so by leaving that white space in your calendar, you have that extra space to do those overflow tasks so that they don't then push forward into the following week or and or so you don't have to work overtime hours to get them done and this means you need to be aware of what you're doing how much you're planning you know are you planning too much are you expecting too much of yourself and keep that in mind when you are putting your weekly work plans together as a quick final aside if you're curious about how i manage the business i'm making with my two colleagues mick and deb We use Slack as our communications tool, and that's usually where we keep sort of all of our ideas and information that we share with each other. And we use Google Drive to organize all of our files and things like that. We also have an assistant who works with us, our our, uh, producer, Ivy. And so she has access to all of that stuff as well. It's all in the cloud, and that makes our lives much, much easier. So that's basically the gist of how I organize and my life and my business. There's lots of moving parts there, but they all come together and work in this beautiful sort of seamless way that I've developed for myself. And you're going to develop your own system, the things that work for you, the programs you like to use, the apps, uh, the storage cloud systems and the paper systems. Everybody's going to be different, but the key is figuring out a system that means that you don't forget things, things don't fall through the cracks, you feel calm and in control and you know what's coming up. That is the key to making sure that you keep things flowing in your life and business. It's when you don't know what's happening and you feel frazzled and you keep forgetting appointments and things fall through the cracks that you start feeling really stressed and everything sort of falls apart. And if that is you, I strongly recommend you do come and join me for that workshop in the Thriver Circle, my membership community for makers. 
Uh, it's a monthly subscription to become a member. And I want to send a big thank you to all the members of the Thriver Circle. Uh, I don't really do ads or anything. Uh, I occasionally would be open to a sponsorship, but generally speaking, I can offer these videos to you for free because people do support me through becoming part of my membership. So if that is something you're interested in, head on over to thrivercircle.com. You can check out everything you get as part of your membership. You get access to me every weekday in our private forum. There is a year-long course called Your Year to Thrive, where I take you through everything you need to learn to start and grow a successful handmade business. And of course, we have live events like this live workshop every month and live calls. So if you want to join me for this workshop, the idea is to help you to put together a system to manage your time, energy, and attention. Uh, and that way you can make sure you have a holistic time management system that works for you and that doesn't feel too constraining, but is not too messy either. So in the workshop, I'm going to be sharing a number of strategies and ways you can get back time in your life and actually make more time in your life. I'm going to be sharing ways you can uh, create more energy in your life through things like, you know, sleep, exercise, etc. And I'm going to be uh, sharing a number of time management hacks and strategies that you can implement to make not only your life, but also your business flow more smoothly and feel more calm and more in control. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I would really, really super appreciate a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I would love to hear what you enjoy about the show. And the more ratings and reviews I can get over there, the more people will find and be exposed to this podcast. And hopefully it will help them as well with their handmade businesses. So I would super appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back again soon with another one. Bye for now.